All right, here's a headline I did not expect to read, but physicians are facing financial difficulty. They are struggling to keep practices running. Here to talk about it, the Ontario Medical Association President Sohal Gandhi. Dr. Gandhi, welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you for having me. So give us an idea of what your members, the physicians, are up against. Well, they're up against something very similar to what a couple of the other stories were just before I got on. Uh, Medical practices are small businesses. X-ray clinics are small businesses. Uh, Ophthalmology units are small businesses. And because of the fact that we've done everything that we were asked to do, we've changed the style of practice, we've started on uh, physical distancing, we've limited the care that we provide to only urgent or emergent care, I should say. And there's uh, not a lot of people coming in through the doors right now. As a result, uh, there is not a lot of revenue, which means that a lot of medical practices have unfortunately had to, uh, to lay off staff and have had to also consider closing. Yeah, I think it's important to note that, you know, people forget, but doctors aren't paid for not showing up to work. So they are, you know, compensated after they perform a service, then they bill. I know a lot of doctors have decided to go online virtually and offering uh, their clients, their patients virtual visits. They are problematic because there's no billing code to enter it in for payments. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so it's a it's a bunch of things actually all together. So there was an agreement made with the Ministry of Health on March 14th to allow for physicians to bill for virtual visits, so whether it's a phone visit or an online visit. And unfortunately, the Ministry of Health's computers haven't been programmed yet. They keep telling us they're going to be programmed. I've heard various different uh, stories from the healthcare bureaucrats as to when they finally will be programmed. But because they haven't been programmed, there's no payment coming in from the work that has already been done. And, of course, the number of people uh, that are coming in through the doors has gone down, which means, of course, there's no income from there. And as a result, the overheads are not being covered. How frustrating is that? You know, when you hear that the government's moving very quickly on other programs and to make things happen, do you think this has anything to do with people look at doctors and physicians and say, well, you know what, they have they've got cash to spare. So we're okay. We can they can hold off uh, a little while longer than everyone else. Well, I think the premise that the Ministry of Health has, and, and you know, I need to emphasize that I, I actually think that uh, Minister Elliott is a very good health minister. She's probably the best health, health minister we've had since uh, Elizabeth Whitmer back in the early 2000s. But the bureaucrats have, have really let her down. I don't think the bureaucrats at the, at the Ministry of Health have done a very good job at all of understanding the healthcare system because their premise is that the work that has not been done right now will be made up six months down the road. So if you're an orthopedic surgeon who replaces, say, 10 knees a month, and in April and May you're not going to replace any knees because that's not considered urgent surgery or emergent surgery, the feeling of the bureaucrats is, well, that's okay, come October, November, you'll just do 20 a month for a couple of months and make that up. Well, well, that's just not feasible because our healthcare mm-hmm. system was working at 100% capacity to begin with. There was no opportunity to make that work up. You can't, you know, increase the number of operating rooms or the nursing staffs, and quite frankly, you can't work the surgeons that hard either. Um, so I think that's the premise that the healthcare bureaucrats are working in. And as I say, I think they've given the health minister some very bad uh, advice. You mentioned that some of the offices are worried about keeping lights on and they say that without government release, they'll be forced to lay off staff. I'd imagine that landlords have less sympathy for doctors when it comes to a break on rent. So I know some provinces are helping physicians out. What are we doing here? 
Yeah, so, and again, the proposal that's being made is to sort of advance uh, income against your future billings, but that's based on the premise that you can do extra work. Um, and that's, again, as I say, it's not feasible when there's 100% capacity at the best of times and our wait times in Ontario and Canada are so long at the best of times. And in fact, all this current proposal is going to do is it's going to increase and make worse hallway medicine, which is what we're trying to to avoid. Uh, other provinces have come up with some very unique solutions. Uh, Newfoundland, for example, has said, okay, we'll, we'll g- so long as you keep your doors open and you don't lay off staff, uh, like many of our physicians have already done, uh, we'll guarantee you 80% of your billing. So there's no raise in there. There's no attempt to, you know, make extra money off a pandemic or anything like that. We'll guarantee you 80%. And you have to commit to working in an area that has a cluster of COVID-19 cases if that occurs. So if there's an area in dire need, you have to commit to going there. That's kind of a fair solution that allows the receptionists, the nurses to get paid. It allows the uh, overheads to get covered. No one makes a profit off of it, and uh, healthcare continues. Well, let's hope the ministry uh, hears uh, what you're asking for. I appreciate your time. I've got to have to leave it at that because we've got the prime minister making a major announcement uh, coming up in a matter of minutes. Thank you so much, Dr. Gandhi. You're welcome. Take care now. Pleasure talking to you. Dr. Sohel Gandhi is the Ontario Medical Association president.